to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength exercise that will help fix the thoughts, emotions, and actions that drain you of the mental strength you need to be your best. Now let's dive into today's episode. Today, I'm talking about why you should talk to yourself in the third person. But first, let me tell a quick story about basketball. Since I moved to a sailboat in South Florida, I've become a fan of the Miami Heat. The story isn't about my favorite team, though, so stick with me, Cleveland Cavaliers fans. I'm talking about mindset here. In 2010, LeBron James was faced with a tough decision. Should he keep playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, the hometown team who built his career, or should he sign on with the Miami Heat, a much larger market team, even though such a move might be considered a betrayal? When he made the decision, he held a press conference. And the announcement was broadcast to more than 13 million people on TV. He had decided to join the Miami Heat. His decision was met with a lot of criticism, though, especially from the owner of the Cavaliers, who said the decision was a cowardly betrayal. When asked about the decision, James said, I wanted to do what was best for LeBron James and to do what makes LeBron James happy. His reference to himself in the third person sparked a whole bunch of speculation on social media. Some people suspected he'd lost all touch with reality. Other people thought it was some sort of weird publicity stunt. But in reality, LeBron was doing exactly what psychotherapists might suggest someone in his shoes do. Distance himself from the decision so he didn't make a choice based solely on emotion. And referring to himself in the third person was actually a great way to do that. We make our best decisions in life when we balance logic with emotion. But if we're not careful, our emotions cloud our judgment. For example, our excitement might cause us to overestimate our chances of success. That's why even really smart people sometimes fall for get-rich-quick schemes. On the other hand, anxiety might cause us to underestimate our chances of success. That's why some people turn down really good opportunities, even when they're low risk. A good way to prevent emotions from getting in the way of making good decisions is to gain a little psychological distance. And talking to yourself in the third person is actually a really good way to do that. We know that the language you use is powerful, and a slight shift in the way you word something, even inside your own head, makes a huge difference in how you feel. There's just something about calling yourself by your own name that encourages you to talk to yourself the same way you might talk to a friend. Some researchers call this distanced self-talk, and decades of studies have found that using it helps regulate emotions better. It can lead to more self-control and help you make better decisions. In fact, this one study in 2014 that was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that when people refer to themselves in the third person, they perceive a problem as a challenge rather than a threat. In a series of experiments, people who used third-person language experienced less distress and were better able to regulate their thoughts, their feelings, and their behavior in stressful circumstances. So you'll likely make better decisions when you use your own name when you're thinking about what you should do. But you might not even have to call yourself by name. You might also benefit from using your pronouns. 
A study conducted by researchers at the University of Michigan found that people who called themselves by name and referred to themselves by their pronouns were better able to deal with emotions, even the uncomfortable ones that they felt during intense situations. Maybe the best news is this worked for almost everyone. Even people with a history of having a really difficult time managing their emotions could do it better. It could also be good for people who are tempted to ruminate, which can keep you trapped in a cycle of negativity. Take a minute to talk to yourself in the third person and you might calm down enough that you can start looking for solutions rather than just rehashing the problem over and over again. So in the case of LeBron James, rather than just sit around and think about all the uncertainty he faced when trying to decide which team to go with, he reminded himself that LeBron James had to do what makes LeBron James happy. And that's great because researchers have found that referring to yourself in the third person can calm you down when you're anxious. One study found that people who were really anxious about Ebola when there was a big outbreak were able to reduce their anxiety just by talking to themselves in the third person. So perhaps this could be helpful for people who are feeling anxious about COVID as well. The strategy doesn't have to be reserved for the times when you're feeling bad, though. It might also help when you want to improve your performance. Let's say you just want to go from good to great. Studies have found that talking to yourself in the third person or in the second person can help you reach your goals, delay gratification, and resist temptations. One study found that distant self-talk was a powerful tool in helping people who want to make better food choices. Another study found that cyclers were able to improve their time when they talked to themselves in the second person. They were able to go faster on their bikes when they said you instead of I. So perhaps even using that, you, instead of I, can have a powerful impact on your performance. How's that for convincing? Of course, you don't have to do it out loud like LeBron did. You can just call yourself by name inside your own head and make it effective. Here are some times when it might come in handy. When you're trying to decide whether to accept an invitation to a party that you aren't sure you want to go to. When you're thinking about whether to speak up and tell your boss one of your concerns. When someone's upset with you and you aren't sure if you should apologize. When you're on the fence about whether to stay home or whether to go out for the night. When you're tempted to reach for a snack, even though you really aren't hungry. Or when you're nervous about a job interview that's just about to start. Think of it like a little pep talk you might give yourself. Or think of it as a quick piece of advice that you're giving to a good friend. Here are some things I could say to myself. You could use these two by inserting your own name in the place of my name, of course. Amy, you've done hard things before. You can do this too. Okay, Amy, take a deep breath and go for it. Just get through the next five minutes, Amy. All right, Amy, you're anxious right now, but you can handle this. All right, Amy, you have a big day tomorrow, but you can do it. So go ahead and give this a shot. When you're struggling with a decision, when you're feeling really emotional, when you want to resist a temptation, or you just want to perform better, call yourself by your own name and use your pronouns when you're thinking about it. It doesn't cost any money. It doesn't take any time. You don't need any tools or special equipment. No one will know you're doing it. And you can do this from anywhere. It might just be the simplest and easiest coping skill you could ever try. Make sure to tune into the show on Monday. I'll be talking to Daniel Howell. He's a YouTube sensation who has attracted over a billion views because his videos are so funny. But now he's written a serious book called You Will Get Through This Night. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.